Marcus Sahaba Online Radio. Empowering the Ummah. <laughs> ہے رسول مکرم یہ فرما گئے ہے رسول مکرم یہ شادی ہے بے شک محبت کا زینہ یہ شادی ہے بے شک محبت کا زینہ باہاروں کی آمد صبا کا ترنم باہاروں کی آمد صبا کا ترنم نکاقدے مسنو دکھے دل کا مرہم یہ فرما گئے ہے رسول مکرم Eight minutes after eleven, Central African time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahalan wa sahalan wa marhaban bikum. It's a beautiful, mashallah, cold, windy Tuesday morning here in Lanesia. Yes, Arafat bin Ibrahim Hatia is the name, my beloved engineer, none other than Haji Suleiman Esop. Uh, I don't know where at the moment our beloved Fadila Tulustad is. I know he's on his way for his suffer, but of course Mufti Sab will tell us where he is currently at the moment. Uh, today is the 10th of Rabi'ul Awal 1445, which is also the 26th of September 2023. Remember our WhatsApp number if you have any questions, 084-786-3132. 084-786-3132 International Overseas Listeners Plus 2784-786-3132 Ustad, welcome to the bliss of marriage This beautiful Tuesday morning Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Ustad Rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Barakallahu feekum Ana Arafat Jazakallahu khairan Ustad, maybe just uh, for the listeners who are tuning and listening, the listeners of Seri SFM and the listeners of Marqa Sahaba, if Ustad can just give us your rundown for your program today, Ustad. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasoolil kareem. Amma ba'd. All praise due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Alhamdulillah, we are here in Binoni with the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah, Jalla But the traffic is so much, so therefore now we're going at 7, 8, 10 kilometers per hour, you know. So inshallah, we will reach the, our destination very, very soon, five minutes or so. Inshallah, Aziz. Yeah, now we have less of marriage, and then inshallah, 105 to 130, we continue with the tafsir of Surah Baqarah, inshallah, Aziz. And then tonight, inshallah, we will be in Stenga, and that is, you know, the, the north coast, and we have the Sheikh. Azan Mohana Zakaria, Sheikh Ladis, Nawar Allah, Marqadahu was for Etikaf in 1981. So the Jami Masjid of Stenger, where Mawlana Musaji is, where Mawlana Fahim Desai is. So Isha Salat Day is 7.30. And after that, inshallah, 
will be the program. So the program will start around, say, 10 to 8 or 5 to 8, around there, and we'll continue till about 9 o'clock. And then the normal programming will continue from 9 onwards, inshallah. Ustad, uh, there's a, a sister from uh, Johannesburg. She says, Dear Mufti Saab, why do men make blonde jokes? Is this not woman abuse if we are blonde? Anonymous, Ustad? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Remember that people like to make jokes when they are ridiculing somebody else. But if somebody ridicules them, mocks them, then they get very, very angry. So if a lady naturally, or a male also, naturally they have blonde hair and so forth and so on. So that is from all Mighty Allah, Jalla Wala, and whatever Allah Ta'ala gave us and blessed us, blessed us with, we should be making shukr, rida bil qaza, whatever Allah Ta'ala decreed, remember we should be happy and pleased with that. And now for a person to say, for example, I'm just saying now, that this is how the line goes, that if it's a blonde lady, then what she will do, her indicator, she will indicate right and turn left. Meaning that they are blonde, but they don't have brains or something like that, you know. So obviously, Islamically, all that is not permissible. And we must be very, very careful of this. There. So Islam does not allow these type of things. And remember that we must be circumspect and very careful in this regard. Because when we mock people, then tomorrow, if somebody mocks us and we get disgraced in public, then we wonder why it happened. The Hadith teaches us, as you treat others, so you will be treated as well. I see one brother says, can a wife be given the power of attorney to change my will on my demise? Anonymous brother, Ustad. It's haram to do that if you tell that your wife has the power of attorney. You must take it like this, that when you draw up your will, so in a case like that, it's wajib and compulsory upon every Muslim male and female that the world should be drawn up Islamically from the start. And now when the world is drawn up Islamically, and then the wife or the husband or anybody else goes and changes it, so that's absolutely haram, and they go to Jahannam forever. Forever means for a very, very long time, because that is what the Quran says, Surah 4, and that is Surah Nisa. And verse 14, Whosoever in the context of inheritance, that he or she, they disobey Almighty Allah, and remember Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and they go beyond the limits. So in a case like that, when they go beyond the limits and they change it in their favor and so forth, then you dukhilhu naran khalidan fiha. Then all Allah Jalla Wala will then dispatch them to Jahannam and for a very, very long period, remember, they will be in Jahannam and walahu adabu muheen. For such a person will be a humiliating, disgraceful punishment. So therefore, in Islam, these type of things will not be permissible. And we must remember that to give her power of attorney, because she can then change the world and all that, so that would not be, you must remember, permissible and acceptable. Uh, somebody wants to know, Ustad, that uh, it's a revered sister. She says, the, uh, Mufti Saab, I would like to know if a man can share the same bed with his wife when she has her monthly uh, haith, Ustad. 
Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla addresses this question in Surah 2, verse 2, 2, 2. Almighty Allah states, فَأَتَزِلُ النِّسَا فِي الْمَحِيدِ That what you must do is, فَأَتَزِلُ النِّسَا فِي الْمَحِيدِ That you must stay away from your wives during the menses. Staying away don't mean you must sleep in a separate bed. In that, it means that you must not fulfill the conjugal relationship. You can sleep with uh, everything, but remember the wife must cover the portion from navel to knees, so that is compulsory upon her. Mafokal izar. And for the husband to touch his wife by the hand and all that, there between the navel and knees is absolutely haram when you're touching her skin to skin. Yes, you touch above the clothing, so then it's fine and permissible. There is no problem in that. Remember, that will be acceptable according to all schools. No problem with that. One listener says, Ustad, that they want your uh, personal number ASAP. They say, Muftisa, please, with uh, urgent assistance, 21 years of marriage, just to find out, it says, uh, my husband is a grandfather of somebody else's kids. Do I walk out to start? Anonymous. My one advice to all of you will be, this is not for the person now, for all of you, and as far as possible, don't send any queries to me via WhatsApp, via email, and so forth this week, because I won't be answering them every day like I normally do, because we've got too many programs, and in a case like that, what will happen is that you will wait and wait for two, three days, and then maybe I'll reply and so forth. So anyway, if this person is a grandfather or whatever, and he's got, you must remember, an uh, illegitimate child, and he's a grandfather, so he is khabis and he's impure and so forth. So in a case like that, it's better that you must remember that you walk out from that marriage. Why should you stay with a khabis, such an impure, impure and immoral person? That is what Islam will teach us, remember that. I'm not understanding the question, Ustad. My, my, my ex-husband died. We have three adult children together. Is it appropriate to attend his funeral, Ustad? So you must remember that if your ex-husband, you've got nothing to do with him. It's haram for you to go there. Now, his history, you must carry on with the geography. And remember that, that you must not have anything to do with him. And you must say that now, that he's finished this marriage, and you've got nothing to do. Yes, as a Muslim, you make dua for all the marhumin and all the people who passed away. That's different. But for you to go there, that's not permissible. Remember, it's ajnabi to you, total stranger to you. So that would not be permissible, not acceptable. I've got a, a sister, Abby. She's listening to us and she says, uh, travel safely, uh, sir. She wants to know, Ustad, that her husband, her husband's brother, uh, got her... 17-year-old granddaughter, uh, not granddaughter, stepdaughter, sorry, Ustad, stepdaughter pregnant behind his wife's back. She wants to know what must she do. She's freaking out. Sister Abby, Ustad. So you must remember that if this type of incidents took place, so because we live in an immoral society, Islam teaches us the intermingling between the genders and so forth. It's not permissible for this very reason. Quran says, وَلَا تَقْرَبُوا zina إِنَّهُ كَانَ fahisha." They do not even go near fornication and adultery because it is something obscene, indecent, and a very, very bad path for people to walk on and take. Similarly, the Quran Sharif teaches us Surah 24, 
verses 30 and 31. Tell the believing men that they must be the ones, that they, what they do, they should lower their gazes and protect their private parts. The women, same law is told to them that they must lower their gazes. So you, the ladies, you can be flaunting your beauty in front of all and sundry and all that. So that's absolutely haram. So this is what happens here. People go and then flatter the lady. She's 17 years old and at an impressionable age and so forth. And the aim of that person there, he is a suitor and a shooter. He just wants to fulfill his lust and desires with her and so forth. And that's what he did. So you must remember, so you, the wife of that person who's guilty of sleeping with this girl here and this lady who's 17 years old, it's better you leave him. Even if you don't leave him permanently, you leave him, you must remember temporarily and teach him a lesson and tell him Quran terminology, Surah 24 and verse number 26. You are khabis, you impure, immoral. So it shows the impure man for the impure woman and for the impure male. If you woman, there will be impure men. So that is my advice in this. People today, they don't even consider this to be a major sin. Every second person, third person is involved in fornication, adultery. Not only non-Muslims, Muslims also, Allah forbid. And that is what Mustafa spoke about as one of the signs of Qiyamah and one of the signs, you must remember, of the Day of Justice. After the next question, we'll take a break, inshallah, because now I have to go in the house here. I'm doing the program from the car. So take the next question and then we go for a break, inshallah. No problem, Ustad, no problem. Ustad, somebody just wants to know quickly, Talaqul Ba'in Ustad. Uh, she's got a hayd, but she received a talaqul ba'in. Can they get married while sitting in Iddat Ustad? Remember, talaqul ba'in, we need to understand what it means, and talaqul raj'i, we need to explain to the people what it means. Talaqul ba'in means that the husband, you must remember, went to the ulama, the emirates or whatever, and then he issued one talaq ba'in. Sister, if that is what is written there, one talaq ba'in, so it means you cannot reconcile with your husband in the Iddat period unless you perform a new fresh nikah. And even after the expiry of the Iddat, if you want to reconcile, then remember a fresh and a new nikah must be performed. And then if this is the first time this has happened, and remember that he only has two talaqs and two divorces left for the future. Talaqul Raj'i means revocable divorce, so the husband, you must remember, he has the right to take his wife back, where he used explicit words, clear-cut words, and told his wife he divorced her, or you must use the word talaq or divorce and words like that. So during the Iddat, he can take her back without a new nikah, whether the wife is happy or displeased and so forth. And then he will have two talaqs left for the future. Or if he gave her two talaq-e-raji, at talaq-e-mabratan, surah 2, verse 229, 
then remember that, and he took her back during the Iddad, then he will have one talaq left for the future. So yes, if both of you want to get married, and already you're missing one another, it was a big mistake, and this is the first time he issued the talaq, so perform the nikah now, both parties, there will be new mahar, new witnesses, a new total new ceremony, nikah. But my advice to you, sister, don't just rush into it. Discuss it with your parents, discuss it with your family, and so forth and so on. And remember that you don't go back into the, you know, the hellhole or back into the problem house and so forth, because that will be a knee-jerk reaction. Therefore, Islam gave you that the period of Iddah to contemplate and reflect and wonder and ponder, not that you just rush into it. So that's my advice. Don't just practice on your emotions and don't let it be a knee-jerk reaction. So inshallah, we'll go for a break now. And then Suleiman, you phone me again, inshallah, and then we'll continue. Well, it's uh, 24 minutes after 11 uh, South African time. Uh, we're going to go, inshallah, for a quick uh, interval. Uh, when we come back, inshallah, of course, we will continue again with our beloved, honorable, respected Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Malana uh, Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein Hafidahullah. Yes, I see the questions are coming in. Uh, we still have a lot of questions to ask Fadilatul Ustad, but please do send your questions in on 084 3132 international overseas listeners plus 27847863132 WhatsApp us on 0847863132 Ahla wa sahalan marhaba Marcus Sahaba online radio empowering the ummah Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Empowering the Ummah Well it's uh, 27 uh, minutes after 11 uh, South African time It's a beautiful Tuesday morning here in Johannesburg I think uh, my beloved Honorable Fadila Tulustad Has arrived in uh, Binoni Am I right Haji Suleiman Esop? Uh, I think in Binoni. So uh, <clears throat> uh, let's once again welcome the listeners of uh, uh, Sirius FM, Haji Faisal Asmal and Hafiz Yusuf Asmal and Company. And uh, let's welcome the listeners of uh, Marka Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. We're going to go for a quick nasheed while we are waiting for our beloved, honorable, respected Fadila to start. And please, Haji Suleiman Isob, don't tell me the Kremlins are back. Please don't. Let's go for a quick nasheed. I got a lot of questions to ask our beloved Honorable Ustad. So we'll go for a quick uh, nasheed. When we come back, inshallah, we will be back with our Honorable Ustad. When we are back, it's 28 minutes after 11. Ustad, are you with me? Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Gee, I can hear you clearly. Mawlana, barakallahu feek. Gee, ameen, binoni, alhamdulillahi, rabbil alameen, gee. Ameen, ameen, ameen. Ustad, the Anonymous wants to know, Ustad, uh, the wife found out husband had an affair with student. The parents of the student opened a rape case as she is a minor. Husband got arrested and sentenced to life in prison. What should wife do as she has three children with the husband sitting in jail? Anonymous Ustad. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. If what you are saying is true, because sometimes people tend to exaggerate also, so therefore I'm saying if the conditional clause if what you are saying is true, that he was guilty on rape, Allah forbid, and he sentenced for a long period, life sentence or 20 years, 10 years, whatever, 
So in a case like that, the best thing for her, that is the wife. <coughs> the wife should go, you must remember, to the Jamiyat, to a local ulama and so forth, and apply for a fasakh, an annulment of marriage, and in that way there, they will give her that. She must just take all the legal documents and so forth, and then she must go into Iddat after the annulment, and once the Iddat is finished, then she must decide what she wants to do, and does she want to get married to somebody else, or does she want to stay and all that as a spinster, as a lady, like that, you understand? So that is her choice then. And remember, regarding her income and so forth for herself and the three children, so the family must help her, the husband's family, her family, and everybody. And if nobody is prepared to help her, then the Muslim community must help them with zakat money, sadaqah, khairat, and all these type of things. That is why we have all these institutions here. But most importantly, what you must do as soon as possible, if what you said is 100% correct, then you go to the ulama and apply for a fasakh, an annulment of marriage. Islam will not say you must wait for 10, 20, 30 years and so forth. Islam will tell you, you must continue with your life and why should you stay with a rapist and so forth, Allah forbid. Therefore, we all daily we must read because remember today, every vice is available at such a cheap price, you know. <laughs> that is the aim of capitalism, secularism, democracy. Therefore, it is a satanic system. So each one of us must read, Allahumma, oh beloved Allah, hassin farji, hassin farji, oh Allah, fortify my private part. Oh, Almighty Allah, protect my private part. It's authentic hadith in Mustad Ahmad. And remember, in a case like that, we will, inshallah, then remain pure and chaste with the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah. Ustad, is a very lengthy question, but I'm going to cut it into short, Ustad. Um, uh, the listener says, I'm a Taliban student of Deen. Uh, dear Mufti Sab, I am like a daughter to you, a Betty. I will be performing and getting married next week, Friday, after Salatul Jumu'ah. Uh, the boy is very, very rich as well. But dear Mufti Saab, uh, I farig in Darul Ulum uh, Zakaria. I found out yesterday that the boy that I'm going to get married to next week, Friday, after Jumu'ah, he's only taking Zol. He's on weed. Uh, do I call it off or not? My parents and my mommy and daddy say don't call it off because the boy will look after you. He's a good boy. Mufti Saab, I need your urgent advice. Student of Deen, Ustad. Before I answer anything regarding this issue, I want to make one announcement that every Friday Mona Arafat has a program, and that is the car announcements between 10 and 10.30. So if Maulana is gone out somewhere, then Mozaid can does it, mashallah. So in that way there, you must remember that send in your nikah announcements and all that. If you got nikah Friday, Saturday, Sunday, for example, this week, so inshallah, then the announcements will be made. So that's the first thing. Second thing, let me get this story very clear. You, my sister, you're 18, 20, 21 years old. And then there's a proposal from a Adim or a boy, a Molvi, or still studying and whatever. And now you must remember everything is fixed for next week, Friday. So that is after Juma, your nikah will be performed. Mm -hmm. And you said that this boy comes from a very rich family. Mm -hmm. And thereafter, you must remember, you found out yesterday that he's taking Zol and what have you. So now you feel that now what must you do? That's what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And remember your parents say, no, you must carry on. So let's break it up. 
Why are your parents saying you must carry on? Because they're looking at the money. They're looking, that's why they said he'll take care of you. So that is the wrong criteria for parents. Remember that we're selling our daughters because of money. So that is a shame and a disgrace, actually, for parents to think like that. Uh, they had Mustafa, that remember you must be successful with deen. That is what Islam teaches us. We must remember that. Second one is this, that if this person is taking zol and all that in Quran and Hadith, we know all this falls in the category of khamar, of alcohol and intoxicants. And remember, if a person is guilty of this, then have intoxicants, kullu muskirin khamrun wa kullu khamrin haram. So open Mishka Sharif, there's a whole chapter on that, remember that. So you must remember the person who get 80 lashes in public if you have a true Islamic Muslim country and so forth, which we don't have nowadays. So therefore, you say you are my baby, if you are my daughter and you phone me on air and send a WhatsApp or whatever, so my advice will be make two rakats Allah to shukar and call the whole thing off. You must remember Allah. that. <laughs> Never mind the invitation and all that has been sent out. That if I was already taking all these kind of things, tomorrow you're going to sleep with him. All that najasat, all that impure things will enter you. So remember, if you want a good marriage, solid marriage, it must be salihin and salihat. It must be qanitin and qanitat, mm-hmm. people who are pious and so forth. So today he's taking zol, tomorrow he'll take something else. They start like this and then, and then you wonder, you're still young and everything, and tell them, finish, we're calling this thing off, and tell your parents that they mustn't look at the money, they must look at your happiness, and they must look at that. But one condition, you must have credible sources that this person is taking zol and whatever you. And sometimes what happens is people are jealous also, and then they just make wild allegations and wild accusations. So obviously then that is wrong. So so, so you must have credible evidence that this person for real is taking all, or he admitted and so forth and so on. If that is the case, my, I'm not saying fatwa, but my irshad, Irshad will be advice I'll give because you said Betty, so I'm addressing you as Betty, my daughter, then my sincere, and Hadith teaches us, Al-Mustasharu Mu'tamanun, when you make mashura with the person, then I should be honest to you. I'll tell you, call it off, now mind what people say. That is my honest opinion in this case, provided that what you said is honest and credible, and that will be my advice. Uh, I see the Betty says, Ustad, that uh, uh, she has spoken to him, and he is a Molana as well, and I have spoken to him this morning. And he opened up and he told her, Ustad, because she said, if you're not going to be true to me, I'm going to leave and, and walk out. And that's when he said he did that, Ustad. So finish now, if he's admitting to it and all these type of things then. So it's up to you, you can make istikhara and that. But I'm telling you, if you're asking me, for my my advice, read to Rakat Salat Shukar and thank Allah Jalla Wala and just call the whole thing off. And say that Allah Ta'ala saved you. As far as your parents, their whole criteria is un-Islamic. 
because it's a wealthy family and they think that you'll take care of you. That is not the case. You must remember that once they get hooked up and addicted to that, then they go do worse, worse things. And if you want more information, contact my student day in Roshni in the dear, and he is Mona Riyaz Nibada, and he will tell you what what things happen when people start with the Zol and then with the Ego Cape Town, they take the Tuk. You must remember, and all this, and it just goes from one to another, mm. and so forth, and they get addicted. So, therefore, my advice is that better call it off if that is what he told you. The proverb says that, Mufti uh, Sab, I am an Indian male. It says, Me Pakistan, who? Me Hafizul Quran, who? And he says, I meet girl, she is not Indian, she is colored. But she reverted to Islam. I want to marry her, but mommy does not want me to marry a non-Indian girl. She says if I marry a non-Indian girl, she will disown me. Can you give me advice, Mufti Sab? Give hadith me, as well as Quran ayats, which can support me in making my mom accept her to be my wife. Dua me yad hai. Ustad. मेरे भाई मैं आपको उर्दू में पहले जवाब दूंगा फिर इंग्लिश में ताकि आपको बराबर समझ में आ जाए इस्लाम में यह है सबसे पहले सवाल यह है आप पाकिस्तान से यहां तशरीफ लाए साउथ अफ्रीका तो पहले सवाल तो यह है आप कानूनन यहां पर हो या गैर कानूनी आप लीगल तौर पर यहां पर हो या इल्लीगल सबसे पहले सवाल तो यह है दूसरे सवाल ये है आपकी कोई बीवी तो नहीं है पाकिस्तान में आपको पता है कितने ऐसे वाकयात पेश आए कि लोग यहां शादी करते हैं खवाती को इस्तेमाल करते हैं 6 महीने के बाद 1 साल के बाद फिर तक जाते हैं फिर पाकिस्तान इंडिया इधर-उधर सब भाग जाते हैं या बांग्लादेश या मिस्र या कायरो या जो भी जगह हो और फिर कहते कि नहीं हमारे पास बीवी है so, the first question we asking you, are you legal in South Africa or illegal? That's the first thing. And so you must show all the documents, proper documents, not all fraudulent documents. Second one, don't you have a wife or anybody there in Pakistan and so forth. Third one is this, we are always so, अगर वालिदा मुहतरमा की ये राय है कि ये औरत चाहिए वो ठीक नहीं है आपके लिए तो मतलब ये उनका ये कहना मानना जरूरी नहीं है क्योंकि ये इस्लामी शरीयत की वजह से नहीं ये तो तअस्सुब है कि वो कहते हैं कि नहीं आपके लिए इंडियन औरत से जो है शादी करना जरूरी है इस्लाम में तो ये नहीं है आप जाकर सूरा हुजूरात सूरा 49 और आयत नंबर 13 आप जाकर देख लीजिए मुलाहजा फरमा दीजिए और कुरान शरीफ में है या युनास ए लोगो इन्ना खलकनाकुम मिन जकरी व उनसा हमने तुमको पैदा किया एक बर्त एक औरत नबी आदम और सैयदा हव्वा अलैहि सलातु सलाम से और फिर वजअलनाकुम शुउबा व कबाइला फिर हमने आपको जो है مختلف اقوام بنایا مختلف قبائل بنایا لتعرفوا تاکہ اپ دوسرے کو پہچانے لیکن اللہ کے یہاں معیار کیا ہے ان اکرمکم عند اللہ اتقاکم کہ بے شک وہ آدمی جس کو اللہ تعالیٰ زیادہ سے زیادہ عزت دیں گے وہ ہے جس کا اندر زیادہ تقوی ہو تو ان اسلام we will say you should take your parents' duas and blessings as far as possible 
But here the mother is being unreasonable in this sense. She's saying, no, you must marry an Indian lady. Whether she got Islam, no Islam. Whether she got good character, no character. That is not the criteria. As long as it's apne chats, as they say, you know, apne is our people and so forth. So that is wrong. That is ta'asub. That is being partisanship. So that's not right in Islam. So Quran Sharif teaches us Surah Hujurat, the apartment, Surah 49, verse 13. Oh people, we created you from one male and female, Nabi, uh, Nabi Adam alayhi salam, Adam and Eve, and Sayyidah Hawa radiallahu anha, and then we made you into various nations and various tribes so that you recognize one another. And the criteria by Allah is, verily the most noble of you is the one who has the greatest taqwa. So you can't
to propose for you. So what you said, sister, with due respect, what you said, what your parents said, you said, I aru lage, mal biche, ne varuche. See, came with the BMW, be my wife, and so forth. And so. That time, nobody thought about deen. Nobody thought about salat. Nobody thought about that. Does he read namaz in the masjid? So, hundred times I tell you on this very program, when the shooter comes or a shooter comes, because they shoot like so much, you can't believe. Therefore, I call them shooters. <laughs> so, the, you, this is the first few things you have to ask. You have to ask him by which ulama you have contact with, which masjid you read salat in, and you must remember what is your belief. Today, people's name is Muslim name, but the Shias, the Qadianis, the Agahanis, all non-Muslims, this. And we don't bother of these things here. Now, six, five years, ten years down the line, Allah blesses us with three children, mashallah. And now, conveniently, the husband sits on his laurels and he thinks of Hadi and plays with the phone and day and night he's busy with the TV. Today is soccer World Cup, tomorrow is cricket World Cup, mm-hmm. then the next day is movie cup and this cup. All shaitaniyat from start to the end, Hizbu shaitan. And children, no time for them. What Quran Karim states? Quran Sharif teaches us Surah 66 verse 6. Oh, you believe, save yourself and save your children from the fire. So it shows that that is compulsory, you must remember. So how can he be? The children look at him. So what example is there? Day and night just wasting time with the TV, wasting time with his mobile, sending emails to the females and so forth and all haram things. So the father has to be the role model. The mother has to be the role model. And Hadith in Bukhari Sharif, he Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Kullukum ra'in wa kullukum mas'oolun an Every one of you is a shepherd, and each one of you are held responsible for your flock, for your children. So are you not going to be held responsible? Obviously, this is where our Muslim parents leave non-Muslims for a little while. I know they are listening, but I'm addressing you Muslim parents, then I'll address them. So you must remember your Muslim parents, take any Muslim family. Now the baby is born. What is the first criteria? We must get nice clothes for our poppy, for our popo, for our son, for our child, for our daughter, and so forth. So now the clothes frenzy starts. Thereafter, now the child sees there's a cell phone. So give him cell phone, he will stop crying. And then he sees the one where money. He don't want coins, he wants the doubt. Even he knows or she knows. So we gave them clothes, we gave them cell phone, we gave them cash. Then they grew up, then they want CD, and then they grew up, so then they want car, and then they grow up more, so you must remember, they want the cherry, so you must remember, the cherry means girl. And we just turn a blind eye. So that is what to the Muslim, 80%. So you must remember, Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif, a hadith like that, you should write it down and put on your house. Today, people put funny, funny things in there. Put this hadith. Ma nahala walidun waladan nahalan ahsana min adabin hasan. No parent gives his child a better gift than good character. Authentic hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif. So ask your husband, ask the father, what you doing about your children? Ask the mother, what you doing? 
Today we Rabiul Awal. Tonight is 12 Rabiul Awal in most parts of the world. Makkah, Mukarramah, Madinah, Munawwarah, Masjid Al-Aqsa, Europe, America. South Africa is the 10th of Rabiul Awal. Tonight is the 11th and tomorrow night will be the 12th. So, you know, people, we ourselves, others will have lectures and all. So what did Nabi alayhi salam teach us? Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu is a reporter, the Ravi. He says, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam, that Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, You must instruct your children, instill within your children these three qualities, you father, mother. Which three qualities? The love for Mustafa, Habibuna, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi Today we gave them the love of the cell phone, we gave them love of fish, we gave them love of cars, we gave them love of CDs and all computers and that we gave them. So that is where we're fading already. And teach them who are the Ahlul Bayt, the honorable wives of Nabi alayhi salam, the children, the grandchildren, so the family and the household of Nabi sallallahu alayhi Quran, And teach them the love of reciting the noble Quran, Hadith in Tabarani. So we're not doing this, and then we want barakat in our house and all these type of things. So you are my sister, you must have a heart-to-heart discussion with your husband, Tell him Allah bless us with three wonderful sons, but you have to play your role also as a father. I will play my role. I'll go the extra mile, but it must be a joint venture. Otherwise, the children grow up and they'll play one against another. Husband and wife is not just meeting and bodies meeting. The hearts have to meet. Once the hearts meet, there's unity of thought. Once there's unity of thought, then you have joint strategy. You both go in the same direction. In the plane, you will go over. You must remember all those there. You must remember. You know, in the plane, you get turbulence. So you'll pass the turbulence. You come to South Africa, you will pass all the potholes. You know how many potholes you got in South Africa? 25 million potholes. We're holding the world record. That. And third one, you must remember, you're in the boat, you're in the ship, so you will go through the waves, all that. So that is what you must do with your husband. Start ta'aleem, take riyadu salihin, make dua together, read asma'ullah al-husna, rabbana hablana min azwajina, ya wadu, do ya wadu. Then you change the environment of the house, my sister. Ustad, many fathers don't spend time with their children. But when the time comes for them to get married, then they want to say that I'm the father, I have rights. But all the time they were absent from the children's life, all their life. I mean, Ustad, is this correct, Ustad? So you must remember that certain things is that Islam says for the daughter, the biological daughter, that she must take permission from her biological father. Otherwise, the nikah is not valid. The sahih, authentic hadith in Tirmidhi, Abu Dawood, Ibn Majah, Mishkat, Mustad Ahmad, various compilations, la nikah illa biwaliyin. But if that father, that guardian is such, he don't read salat, he's not interested and all that, then he disqualified himself. So he must remember this type of things here. So he just wakes up nikah time and says, no, I will decide who you can marry. But he never ever was bothered about Islam or about teaching them anything and so forth. So in that way he gets disqualified. So in Islam is not that you're a father automatically you got to say, 
You must be a misali father, an exemplary father. You must be the role model for your son, for your daughter, and so forth. Then your daughter will come to you and say, Ya Abi, Ya Abati, oh my beloved father, what you say? So that is what Islam teaches us. So it's give and take. So where the husband and the fathers disqualify themselves, then obviously they got no say in that place there. So you go to people who are practicing Islam, who are good role models for their children, then the hadith is applicable and so forth and so on. <laughs> I see. Ustad, I see the Pakistani brother say, I can call you after Zor, Ustad. No, no, Inshallah, abhi jo hai, aur phir inshallah Durban mein. Mera mere paas time bhi nahi hai, fursat bhi nahi. Aapke liye nikah karna unse jaiz nahi jab tak aap kaagazat aur kanuni taur par aapka bandabos ho jaye. Warna jaiz nahi hai. Aap log yaha aakar hamare khawatin ke saath shaadi karte hai aur phir kabi kabi bachcha bhi peeda hota hai, phir baag jate ho. Ye koi tarika hai? To bilkul galat tarika hai. تو اس وجہ سے میں نے دونوں صورتیں برہن کی سب سے پہلے میں نے کہا آپ کو آپ ساؤد افریقہ میں ہو قانونی طور پر کہ غیر قانونی so I telling him he can't get married to her if he's living here illegally and we saw too many cases whether mm. Pakistanis or India or whether it's Bangladesh or Egyptian or Moroccan they had a good time with our ladies sometimes there's a child also and then they run away no way to be seen so therefore you can't allow that You must make sure they got proper documentation and you know their history, they don't have a wife there, wherever they come from, and so forth. Ustad, uh, my husband is late. His brother did not give me what belongs to me. Please advise me what to do. Ustad. I'm getting so many queries like that yesterday or day for yesterday. Today is Tuesday. Yes, Sunday it was. Two ladies contacted me. And meaning by email and WhatsApp and whatever you, and they send the long story, and they said that ABC person, they took the name also, and remember <laughs> the surname and so forth. That you must remember that he ate up our shares in the property, his income is going into hundreds of thousands and so forth, but we're not getting, we even went to court and so forth, but we are widows, and now they got sharpshoot lawyers and so forth. So I said that get the ulama involved and show him the Quranic verses and so forth. And if nothing works, then, and you got all the evidence, then expose him. Remember on social media, ABC person, here's the evidence that our father passed away. And yet the brother, he stole all our shares and everything and so forth. So you must Islamically, you name them and you shame them. So you must remember that how can a brother steal the share of his sister and so forth. So yeah, very similar situation that you, my sister, you're saying your husband passed away. Now your husband, maybe he was the Eve simple, whatever, he made his brother the executor. And now he knows how to play the game. So he's manipulating the figures or he's doing this, he's doing that. And he is making Talmatol. You know what is Talmatol? Talmatol is Urdu. In English you translate it, justice delayed is justice denied. So he's making you wait and wait for your share. So if you have a child, children, your husband had a child, children from you or any previous wife, then your share is 12.5% after all the burial expenses and debts and so forth. And if there's no child, no children, then your share is 25%. So you must show him the Quran Sharif, Surah 4, Surah Nisa, 
verses 13 and 14. If you do things properly, that is the supreme success. And you go and usurp the rights of the heirs and steal from them and the children share and all that who are your team and orphans and so forth. They're not mature and not ba'alif. Then Quran says, Allah dispatches them to Jahannam for very, very long time. And and a humiliating, disgraceful punishment awaits them. In Surah 4, verse 10, Almighty Allah states, Verily those people who usurp and devour the assets and the share of the orphans, Zulman, unjustly, unfairly, they are filling their bellies with fire. You're playing with Allah Ta'ala, you're playing with Allah's deen. And soon you'll be dispatched to the blazing fire. And remember that you get your ulama involved, get your lawyers involved, and you got all evidence and still he's not giving you. You must go on social media, expose them. You must name them, shame them, and nail them. That is what Islam teaches us. لا يحب الله الجهر من القول إلا من ظلم. So you are a Muslima and you're oppressed and you must speak. It's your right. It's your children's right. You must remember that. If you have a son, then he doesn't inherit one cent. You must remember that. Anybody who has a son or a life, and you must remember that your husband passed away. And you have the husband's brother and sisters. The brother's sisters don't inherit a cent. The son of the deceased will deprive them. So we should be clear on those issues. Okay, our time is up. Jazakallah khairan to you, Mohan Arafat, our Suleiman Mota. And inshallah, you'll send me the podcast. So inshallah, that now there'll be a lecture by Mufti Aku and one of those are Azan, and thereafter the Tafsir. And inshallah, we'll be on our way to Durban, inshallah, Aziz. And tonight our program will be in Stenger Jami Masjid, Jamaat Salat days at 7.30. Make dua for us and the Ummah. It's a wonderful day here in Benoni, mashallah. It is but windy, but the sun is shining in its glory and beauty. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Marcus Sahaba Online Radio. Empowering the Ummah.